Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and plants and pets that are important to you. In case you hadn't heard, the company that hosts this podcast has more than tripled our available broadcasting time every month. So I'm doing my best to bring you more comedy, more interviews, more entertaining segments, more personalities, and more episodes every week. I'm the type of person who hates waste. If I'm given something, in this case more time for programming, and I'm told whatever I don't use, I lose, well, I opt to use. Especially when it's my dime. And when I say my dime, I mean 50 of them. That's right, $5. That's what it costs me to bring you this. It's Troopy D, bitch. You're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. I'm your host, Andy Mascola. There are no ads on this podcast, and there is no Patreon set up for it. The only thing I've ever asked of listeners of this quality program is if you love the show and you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some fine literature, please consider purchasing one or two of my books. I'm the author of nine novels that are all currently available in both ebook and paperback formats worldwide via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find all nine of my stories in ebook format on Google Play. Just type M-A-S-C-O-L-A. That's how you'll find me on Google Play. If you want paperback copies but you don't want to go through Amazon, you can find most of my books at barnesandnoble.com. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. This is episode 211 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking out. You made a great choice. This is a great one. We've got our friend Thomas Austin back. You know Thomas? You remember Thomas? He's been on the show. Friend of the show. Friend of a friend. Friend of, My real life friend, Thomas Austin. He's the guy He's the guy who runs Kudos. Have you heard Kudos? You gotta check it out. That's his podcast. He's a fellow podcaster. He's, a, he's, one, of a, he's one of us. Gabba, Gabba, hey, Gabba, we love you, one of us. Thomas Austin, are you there, sir? I'm here. Oh, my God, I'm so I'm so happy you're there. Me too. I was afraid I'd turn it on speaker, and then I don't know what I'd hear. Yeah. Maybe, like, the sound of a, um, the sound of a, a sawing wood. Yeah. Yeah. Sawing wood. <laughs> well, I, was, I, have the gla- I have Gladiator muted right now, so you might have heard Russell Crowe. <laughs> what part were you at? Uh, it's early on. Yeah, that's a great film, dude. Yeah, it is so good. You realize like how many how many kids like in my daughter's graduating class were, were named Maximus? No. Yeah, dude. It's crazy because like really? Yeah, I remember looking through her yearbook and I'm like, there's like three boys in here named Maximus. What the F is going on? Wow. And so I looked it up and yeah, 
the same year like that movie came out was like the year that they were all born. So all the wow. dads were like, yeah, we're naming him Maximus, I guess. That's cool. Isn't that wild? That is cool. Do you know what you were going to be named if you were if you were a girl? No. Uh, but I do know my mom wanted to name me Hans. But I was named after my grandfather who passed away when my mother was pregnant. So she was going to name me a, uh, her family's, her father's side is very German family. So she wanted to name me a German name. So she was going to most likely name me Hans, but then, uh, Thomas died. He passed away, uh, passed away of cancer when she was like, I think seven months pregnant, eight months pregnant, something like that. Just think girl, I don't know. I don't know. You ought to that's ask her question. sometime. Yeah, that's a good question. You, you know, do you think your life would have been different, different if you were a Hans? I think so. I'd probably been, been well, I don't know if I could have been much cooler than I am, but <laughs> maybe, maybe I, no, I heard people that have unique names. No, I'm just being funny, but I heard people that have unique names. They do better socializing or something. People want to know. People, I heard that people want to get to know, especially children that have like a unique name. They want to approach them and say, "Hey, so and so with the unique name," so they get more. They have more friends growing up. That makes sense. That? Yeah, you you'd like it would stick out. You know, if there were like three yeah. Michaels in the class and there was one Hans, of course it's going to be like, "Oh, Hans is coming to my birthday too." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about Hans. Yeah, Hans. Yeah. Maximus. Maximus, Maximus, yeah. Maximus is coming. Maximus is coming. Wait, Maximus is coming, who, who dude. Is dude, I should say, like, I should I should tell our listeners that you and I live in the Northeast. We're in, in New Hampshire, and we yes, are in the middle of uh, a hell of a... They're calling it, like, a, like a, a nor'easter cyclone. Like, I keep hearing the word cyclone, which I've never heard associated with this, but... I guess it's appropriate. I always think like wind when I think of a cyclone and there was like so much wind and snow today. Yes. Dude, and you were really out bad. in it. You were out in I it, was. dude. I was. I was in it, man. I was in the thick of it. You were in the thick of it, dude. Dude, that you're talking to me now is a miracle because you you worked your tail off today. I know. Yeah. And uh 12 and, hours. And you were in it. What's crazy is like I was talking to my dad today and he's like there's these guys that are going around like shoveling every walkway. Cause my dad lives in like an association like of townhouses. So they take care of the walkways. He's like, can you imagine being out there shoveling today? And all I could think of was like, <laughs> I want to say, I, was, I just was like, nah, I can't imagine. I'm thinking like oh, my, my buddy Thomas is out there today shoveling. <laughs> yeah, I was, oh, I man. was, I was with a group of guys that they, you just, it's not what we do for a living, but we pitch in, you know, for the facility that we work at. It's part of the and, job. Part of the job. Yeah. You know? Good for you, man. I'm sorry that you had yeah. to do that. I remember like the last time we got hit with the major storm last year, um, you took a photo of yourself and it was like, there were like literal icicles growing like off of your face. It was like, yeah, I should send you that. It was again. brutal, dude. Did you have that happen again? Or were you masked up? No, this time I had a ski mask. Uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, Omar, who I plan to have him on my show on kudos down the road. But um, he gave me, uh, a ski mask, like a thin, that helped a lot. I bet, man. It covered my face up, and I actually wore sunglasses. I sent a picture. To That's my so smart. What I looked like. Did it get fogged? Did that? it get? Did the sunglasses get fogged up? Yeah, but if I adjusted the ski mask a little bit, just in the, you know, in the right way, it, they wouldn't fog up. But uh, was it just like? I, was it the ski mask just the eye holes and a mouth hole? 
it's one it's one big hole one big hole big enough to have your eyes and cover up to your nose if you want but you can pull it down okay i can picture like a ninja almost like a ninja mask exactly i look pretty cool man i look pretty damn cool today you look like if you had some nunchucks and like a side swords you'd be like kicking ass out there yeah i think i put a selfie up on facebook and i think i said uh gi joe gi joe uh colon mission no gi joe mission colon bullshit (laughs) oh my god can i use that can i use that to promote this episode that photo oh that's perfect yeah that's perfect well i i i i I totally appreciate you talking with me buddy because i know you've had a hell of a day and uh no i'm glad i have somebody to complain to yeah dude dude complain away i'll tell you something funny please so so the suits that you wear um mostly you'll see them in like when you if you ever watch the deadliest catch or deadliest catch the crab fishermen they have those big orange they're called grundens that's the name of the brand the brand is g-r-u-n-d-e-n-s grundens and they're really well known uh made in america really heavy thick rubbery suit and they're super durable they're great like they make a really good quality product the problem is and I'm thinking about these guys in the book today. I don't, you don't realize it until you drink a lot of water and you have it on for 12 hours. But there's no, there's no way you, you got to take it off every time you want to use a restroom. Oh no! Are, you have to take the whole garb. It's it was that was that was one of the most frustrating things about going in and out, shoveling in and out. And that's what you were wearing today, one of these Grundens. Yeah, Grundens, a set of Grundens. Oh my god, and dude! Those things must weigh like 12 pounds dry. Well, maybe like six pounds dry, and then they get the snow. Yeah, it's pretty. Awful. And this is like under everything else, right? Is that the idea? Yeah. I'm picturing no, like this a... is over everything. Oh, it's over so everything. My jeans, yeah. So I've got my my duck boots, which if I, I'm not from New England, but those are like the rubbery bottom boots. Sure, they're really good for snow. So I've got the duck boots, jeans under the the Grundens that are like. Um, They've got the suspenders connected to them, then jacket, sweater, then the rubbery grunden on top of everything. Wow, man. So it keeps you warm. You actually get sweaty. It's like your face is freezing. And I kept coming in, looking at, I kept coming in and looking in the mirror and, and like go to the restroom or whatever to wash my hands and stuff. And because I'm a hand washing freak, like I wash my hands all the time, even before COVID. But, uh, my face is red. I wanted to ask you about that because you you've been through a lot more winters than I have. Yeah, I, like, I I look like I'm sunburned. My you, face is bright red. This is how crazy it is. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, and others. It's like eight thirty p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time right now, where Thomas and I are, and where we're recording. Thomas has probably been home not even two hours yet. I assume is that correct? About an hour. Yeah, yeah an about hour. an hour. I I talked to Thomas at seven a.m. this morning. Uh, when I was walking my dog, and at the same time I was walking my dog outdoors, Thomas was also outdoors doing this job and shoveling. So he has been beat up by the winter. Like, And I'll tell you, and you can probably attest to this also, Thomas, because I had to go outside twice briefly today just to let our dog out to, you know, shit in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it is no, it is like... Nothing like it. It was this morning. This morning is tame compared to the way it's it's gotten. Would you agree? You're right. It. Oh my. Yeah. It is nuts. There's feet of snow, and you know where they pile it up. I've seen six foot piles 
where I work, there's like a seven, eight foot pile. Yeah. But just the weather itself is just like more brutal, like the wind and the, uh, it's just, yes. Crazy. Yeah. The 7 a.m. this morning was nothing compared to the way it was by like, by like 3, 3 p.m. this afternoon. Yeah. It it was just getting started this morning. I mean, it was still cold when I was driving home, which is a short drive home. I see people out walking their dogs. I saw this guy shoveling. I was at a red light in a residential neighborhood. I see him shoveling with his dog behind him, trying to shovel a pathway just to get his dog out to like oh, a little patch of grass. That's good. That's going to be me tomorrow. I had, I had like, yeah. it was just like, just enough. Like the poor thing, I was watching her in the backyard and she'd try to squat and then I'd see her, like her ass would hit the snow and then she'd like kind of get up a little <laughs> <laughs> she move again, and I'd watch her until she could like get enough snow down so that her her tukus wasn't sitting completely like submerged in the snow. Yeah, the poor thing. But she got out there and was able to do 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 her thing at her usual time. She's got a routine. But yeah, tomorrow morning that's gonna be me, man. I gotta shovel out there so she can get out. But she's gonna she's gonna hate it because we're not gonna do our walk in the morning. I know that she's not gonna be pleased. But uh, oh yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, I I, I hope uh, it's over. This is a long, this is a really long storm. This so is I've, still going, right? So this is, oh, it's still going, yeah. yeah. This is only my third winter. So three winters in, I've seen, uh, you know, a good bit of snow before. I think I've seen like a foot, a little over a foot, but never this long I've, and, and this much wind. Yeah. My, 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 my building, I live in the small city that we, we live in, and I live in the downtown area. And I got this, you know, I got a really cool view. But when the wind, when the wind starts howling, I can actually feel it. I can actually feel the, the buckets of the plow trucks when they hit the ground. Boom. It yeah. shakes. It, it'll, it'll startle you a little bit. Unreal, you know, I'm going to say one thing about snow. So, so I don't, as your listeners may or may not know that you're from here, you're from New England. So you grew up as a child, right? Like you. Yeah. Yeah, I, you I can't remember anything else. Just you know, winter, the, the four seasons. Yes. So, for me, not seeing snow for the first time, well, it was three years ago. You know, <clears throat> watching so many movies, and always wondering what snow was, is going to be like the first time I see, saw it. And I really do love the snow. I hate having to shovel. Just like the the whole the nuisance part of it. But snow is beautiful. For the most part, but yeah. I didn't know how quiet it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 an insulator, so it, it dampens everything. So yeah, it's, it's it can be really eerie. Sure, when a car drives by and you can barely hear it. I n- I never considered that, but you're right. Like whenever you see snow falling in a movie, there's always music behind it or something. You know, if it's just something, like yeah. a landscape or a car driving through it, you hear the car. You you never think about how quiet it is. You're right. You're right. It just muffles everything. I always thought that about, like, I always had, like, a different impression of, like, when I, the first time I held a cigarette between my fingers, like, I always thought it was going to be heavier. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more like, like a, I, I, I don't know what I'd compare it to. Like, like, a, I guess yeah. like a magic marker, like, weight or something, like something a little more weighty. Yeah. I was always surprised. I'm like, this is all it is? It's just like paper. Yeah. What's Weird, something man. else? That's a good one. That, yeah. That'd be a good poll, dude. What's something that felt or seemed much different than when, you know. Yeah, it was something adult. Like, like you imagine, like, I always thought, like, like the drink brandy would taste sweet just because it's got kind of, like, a, a dainty name. 
And I thought, oh, oh yeah. brandy. I bet that's like candy because it sounds, you know, yeah. it rhymes with candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's booze is booze, man. Yeah, it booze is. Booze is booze. Hey, man, I dropped, I dropped, uh, I dropped three hard-boiled eggs on the floor today. Wow, was that fun? Was that <laughs> no, it wasn't fun. No, I mean, I made a salad. I cooked these eggs. Oh, I thought it was some kind of egg dropping challenge. Nah, man, this is, this is just this is just a complete this is a complete non sequitur. I'm just going off on some other tangent now, Thomas. I just thought like hard boiled eggs. I have it in my notes. Yeah, I said remind remind me to, to to tell Thomas about the the three hard boiled eggs I dropped on the floor. Like I literally like Julie's got like an egg slicer. You know, it's kind of like those things that oh, yeah. you, you know it's on a hinge and you bring it down and it cuts it real nice and everything. And I had my salad yeah. all, you know, I, I, first of all, I made the hard boiled eggs. I shouldn't say I made it like I use an air fryer. So it takes no time at all. Literally takes 15 minutes and you don't have to monitor them. Then you put, then you put the eggs from the air fryer into like a, a bowl of ice water and then five minutes they're all set. So I, I, I took three and I, and I peeled them all nice. And then I, 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 uh, I used the slicer on them and then I had my salad all beautiful you know you know what you know what I didn't my mistake I didn't have the salad I put them on the bottom I said I'll put them on the bottom of the salad and I put it in there and then I then I then I knocked it off the I knocked the bowl off the counter and uh and my hard boiled eggs that were all nice uh, went all over the floor How about that eat them? that's the question No I thought my dog would I brought my dog in there I said come here Lola I thought I said the dog will eat eggs I looked it up immediately online I said is it all right for a dog to eat eggs and uh oh, yeah right and yeah, the Google the Google search came back and said, yeah, it's okay so long as the eggs are cooked. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, cool. But she like sniffed. She tried. She didn't like eggs. The dog will eat feces, but she won't eat hard boiled eggs. Yeah, it's messed up. Man. Wow. Weird, right? She's like, so I don't like it. I don't want she this. She is selective. She does have things that she prefers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's picky. You know, that might be on the top of, top of her. Speaking of air fryers. Let me tell you a funny story about an air fryer. I've never eaten anything out of an air fryer. I would love to try it. But I'm talking to my Aunt Sue and she's a great she's like seventy three. She's like she's one of my one of my best friends. I love her so much. She's you know, a great person. Um but we'll always discuss food and things and I I trying to convince her she loves turkey and I'm trying to convince her that deep fried turkey is the best. And I believe if anyone's ever, if any of your listeners have ever had or are thinking about trying deep fried turkey around Thanksgiving or the holidays, it's the best that you take. They take it in peanut oil. I'm sure you've heard of it, but it, it's the best. She says, well, I've had fried turkey before. I'm like, really? Did you really, did you try it this past year? She's like, well, no, well, yeah, but it was the air fried turkey. It's the same. And I'm like, oh man. So I was like trying to explain like there's, Deep fried and air fried is, I imagine, is taste way different. But I I gotta imagine deep deep fried turkey is delicious. As as you know, so good. Fried chicken is is delicious. I miss it yeah. so much. Oh my god, I haven't had fried yeah. chicken in eight years. Well, just like fried oh, fish too. You know, fried fish. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, anything fried is delicious. It's gotta yeah. be good, right? Air fried fish. I wonder that. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound very good. Air fried fish. Hey man, you ever put a. You ever put deodorant on over a shirt? Like, put your shirt on first and then put the deodorant on? Uh, you mean put the deodorant on the cloth? Yeah. Or you, you mean, like, put deodorant onto the, my cotton shirt? Yeah. No. No, me neither. Never. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what made it, what the hell made you think of that? I was just watching this movie and it was like, uh, it was like this 40, 40 plus year old movie 
and uh, it was from it was like a Scottish movie, and uh, the kid did it. I saw it was like this boy getting dressed, and it wasn't like he wasn't like doing it to be funny or anything. He was like sincere, like he buttoned up his shirt, and they're playing you know like music while he's getting himself dressed after a soccer game, and then uh, and then he puts like roll on deodorant like on the shirt. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, man. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, but I can tell you one thing that I used to do, which I'm so far removed from it, so it's not as it's more funny than embarrassing. So when I when I was, I think I was like ten or eleven or something like that. I might give away my age, but when the original nine hundred two one zero came out, so I was just talking with a friend about this the other day. So when nine hundred two one zero came out. My age, you know, I'm like in, you know, fourth or fifth grade, but I thought they were like the coolest, the coolest cats in the planet, you know, like uh, Dylan, which was Luke Perry, and then Brendan. I thought they were like the coolest guy, and I wanted to grow sideburns so bad, <laughs> but I'm like 10, 11 years old. I could grow sideburns, you know what I mean? I'm a kid. I don't have any facial hair. So I used to take like, like hair product or gel or even like, you know, like Vaseline and I would like grow my hair longer and like put like crap on the side of my regular hair <laughs> to pull it down to make yeah. it look like I had sideburns. <laughs> and I remember, so I'm like, I think I was doing it by myself and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go to school like that, but I remember leaving it one morning and forgetting about it. Yeah. And a kid going, Hey man, you got some shit all on the side. <laughs> and I just had to play it off. And he's like, but it just happens to be evenly on both sides. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, so, like, you got some shit all over the side of your head. Man. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know about deodorant on the outside, but Thomas, yeah, I thought they were the bee's knees. Man. Did you did you ever have a mullet? No, I never did. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool, though. I don't. I think it was because my mom <laughs> would make sure that I got my hair cut the way that she wanted, which was always like I was kind of made. I had like a bowl cut or like a little surfer cut or whatever. But the cool kids. I remember playing baseball, and this kid Brad. He was the catcher, and he had like his baseball number in the back of his head, and they had really kick-ass mullets. Like, they were they were epic. And then rat tails. Remember rat tails? Dude, that was my next question, if you had a rat tail. Yeah. I never had a rat tail. Where the... I tried to grow one of them. I'm, nope, that's getting cut. That's that little mistake right there. I let that <sighs> slip by my radar. Were the rat tails, like, for kids you know, were they all, like, long and kind of curly? Was yeah. That... See, because like, I had one that was... straight. It was straight. It was like a legit, like a rat's tail. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> that shit's coming back, man. That's, that's, that's back. It's already not coming back. That's It's back. Uh, I see a lot of mullets. I see a lot of mullets on ladies. Yeah. Like, I see I that. Think the mullet, it, it, it's, uh, I think the mullet, just like anything else, It some people can rock it. Some people, it, it doesn't look good. Yeah. But, like, if you got the right style going on, you know, yeah. Like, oh, you know who's got an epic mullet? Who is uh, Theo Vaughn? He's got, he's got. Oh yeah, <laughs> he does, now. doesn't he? And he does have a nice mullet. Riff raff. Riff raff. <laughs> yeah, riff raff. He's, he's got an epic mullet, dude. I don't think this is the first time riff raff is. I, this is not the first time riff raff has been mentioned on this show. I'm pretty sure. Riff raff. No, he might be the he, pa- he might be the patron saint of uh, people are the enemy. I don't know. 
he's a polarizing character, wouldn't you say? I, I enjoyed him, man. I went down a riff-raff rabbit hole when I first discovered him. I had to, like, see, Me like, too. everything like uh, he'd Me done too. on YouTube. Me yeah, too. he's got he's got a lot of, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. I, I wouldn't even call it charm. I'd just say he's... He's got it. Bravado? It. Yeah, maybe it. Yeah, he does. He seems he, to carry he's himself. He's funny, too. Yeah. He's hilarious. He's really quick, too. He's quick-witted. And it's almost like he's in his own little bubble. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really give a shit. Do you know where he came from? Where? Um, there was a show oh! on TV or VH1 called G's to Gents. Yes! And it was uh, something Bentley, Bentley Farnsworth or something, which was... Uh, P. Diddy's uh, guy. P. Diddy's guy. Yeah. 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 He ran the show. It was actually a cool show. That was a cool show. I think they only did one season, but he got kicked off. And that's where he got his start. And then he started doing his thing. He's got so many. His 80s reference game is, is you know, unparalleled. It's unreal, man. He's a character. He, he talks about, like, he's always mentioning Bo Jackson, Bart Simpson. <laughs> um, he always throws Chuck Norris in there. Jose Canseco. A lot of baseball. He's like a lot of, a lot of athlete, a lot of 80s athletes. That's funny, man. Hey, man, you got, you got a favorite yeah. kind of cheese? What's that? You got? Do you have a favorite kind of cheese? Favorite kind of cheese? Yeah, mm, that's a good one. Well, there's this cheese that I found at. Um, is there a cheese? Is it called Havarti? You ever heard of Havarti is cheese? That, is that a brand or is that a kind? I don't know. I'm. I can look that up. <laughs> but the Havarti cheese is like a. It's got holes in it. Yeah. It's got a lot. It's got a lot of small holes, um, and they're not. Uh, round like Swiss, they're like odd shaped holes, but it's a really, uh, it's almost like a cheddar, not as sharp, not not as uh, sharp as like Swiss. Yeah, it's a really good Havarti cheese. Havarti cheese. Look it up that's right one. Now. That's one that you remember, but you don't. That's that's yeah. that doesn't Havarti. sound like one you can find commonly. I, I like don't. Gouda. You know, it depends on what I'm pairing it with, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, so if you throw throw something at me, like what what is the cheese? Well, let's let's go for the classic, man. If you make a grilled cheese sandwich, what kind of cheese are you using? Grilled cheese. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would use American, but now I'm realizing that's not even really cheese. I love American cheese. Are you crazy? Yeah. I love yeah. it. I mean, I do too. No, Havarti is a cheese. Havarti or cream Havarti is a semi-soft Danish cow's milk cheese. It can be sliced, grilled, or melted. That I imagine would be good on a grilled cheese. Where, where really did you good. Where did you sweet. have Havarti? Of uh, when I worked at a deli. Oh. I worked at a deli, and I got pretty much to eat everything. You know, working in a deli was the beginning of me losing weight. Believe it or not. Is that right? Because I was eating meats and cheeses. I was it was all lean stuff that I was eating. Yeah. And I was, Pretty much eating for free, yeah. And you were on your feet probably all day. Oh yeah, I was moving around a lot. Yeah. Um, I heard that smoked gouda might be good on a grilled cheese because doesn't gouda melt? I don't know, man. I can't even picture these cheeses you're mentioning. I bet you're oh, right. I, I mean, I just have to assume you're right. Having worked in a deli, I think you got the leg up on me on cheeses, Thomas. Oh, grilled Havarti cheese sandwich looks really good. Is that right? It popped up, yeah, on Google on the recipes. Um, so have you seen, so you watch TikTok, like you've talked, you, I, I never about talk about TikTok. TikTok on this show, but I, but I am on TikTok. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, well, but I don't mind, I don't mind talking about it. It's just no, no, something Instagram. I don't bring up, but yeah, go ahead. So it's kind of like, 
it's really not a one or the other. It's like Facebook, Instagram. It's funny that you mentioned reels. it because, like, as soon as you mentioned, like, you you were looking at things on online. I all I could think of is like one of this one of these TikTok accounts that I follow that just tweets picture. I'm tweets. I guess just posts pictures of like amazing looking sandwiches. You know. Oh yeah. And there's always like just wonderful looking cheese and oh my goodness. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to break your stride there on the TikTok. No, it's alright. Yeah. So there's this uh there's this thing that's becoming popular uh I believe internationally. It's not just in America. So people will go to these really um I imagine they're expensive restaurants, but so I I've, I'm really into food. But it's it's on Facebook, so like you know, on the reels, like the Instagram reels, Facebook reels, and stuff. Yes. And um, they'll show people at these like I don't know if you would consider it fine dining, but upscale, maybe almost like experimental food. Well, they come out with this. They come out with the whole wheel of cheese. Like, can you ima- if you can imagine? Yeah, I've, I've seen that at like a supermarket. Food. Yeah, the whole wheel. And they'll, they'll they'll come out. So imagine the whole wheel of cheese. Cut down the middle, and imagine that being, I imagine, chilled or whatever coming from, or refrigerated. They take that half of a wheel, and they'll heat up the edges of it, and just the edge, or maybe like a half an inch to, you know, half an inch of that cheese is melting, and they'll have a huge burger on their plate, or like whatever food that's going to go with the cheese, and the chef will come out with the hot uh, half wheel of cheese and he'll just take the, his chef knife and he'll just scrape off that oh. half inch of yeah. melted wheel cheese right on their burger. I want some cheese it now. looks insane. I want some cheese. And everything. I want some cheese, man. <laughs> All right, I got oh, enough, what I got... about the cold cheese pizza? I was telling you. Oh, we got to get after that, man. You were describing that yeah. to me. We got to get after that, man. I got to yeah, try that. Wanna... I hope we can find it in the city. Yeah, do you want to try to describe what it is? Well, yeah, this is the way the, the, Thomas described this to me the other day. He's, talk, he's talking about, you know, like late at night, uh, you go and you get a slice and it's it's always super hot and sometimes you're not necessarily uh, of, a, of a sound mind and you immediately start eating it and you burn yourself. Yep. <laughs> so, so Thomas says, Andy, I heard about this thing. It's called cold pizza. And I said, what the hell is that, Thomas? And he said, it's a hot, hot slice of pizza. And then they, they, they grab a handful of cold mozzarella, meaning the uh, shredded mozzarella. I, that's what I pictured anyway. Yeah. And they put that yeah. on it, and then they fold up the pizza, and then you take a bite. And I was like, oh, my God. We got we to gotta yeah. try that. <laughs> I got to try it. I, I mean, it doesn't, sound it. Like, it doesn't sound like anything we couldn't do ourselves, but it would be more fun to have it, like, done for us, right? Yeah. Have it made. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, one of those places, like that, that place we got pizza in Boston that one time. That was great. Dynamite. That was so good. All right, I got another question for you. This is go for it. All right, did you ever peep? Were you ever like your name is Thomas? Were you ever a peeping Tom? No. No. It was just like never with like your friends. You went out and you were like, oh my god, if we come over here, we can see there's some girls over there. We can peep. Never peeped. No. No. Never did. You're a good man. You're a good man. Yeah. Never did. Good. Good. A lot of other crazy shit. We used to hang houses and stuff like that. But never peeped. No. I lived... See, like, I don't know if, I, if it's called peeping, but, like, when I was little, I lived in an apartment with my with my mom. And so I just look out my window, and I'd see, like, other people's apartments. I literally had... It was, like, that, that Hitchcock movie. Wasn't that... Re, what was that? Rear Window? Yeah. Where, uh... 
uh, Jimmy Stewart is like he's his leg is like you know he's he's what he has like a broken leg right and he's got binoculars and he's looking at all the windows and seeing oh, what's yeah. going on. That was what it was like when I was growing up as a kid. I didn't have binoculars, but like I'd have the light yeah. shut off in my room and I just like watch. Oh yeah, no, I get it. Out of curiosity. Out of curiosity, what I don't. Other people are doing. I don't know if that's peeping. I think that's just a kid looking out a window. Yeah. And I never no, saw I'm anything. Sure like that. I never saw anything like provocative or like something. I'd be like. What is going on there? Or anything, nothing like yeah. that. I never did. It was always just like people just walking around, like getting something out of the fridge and then leaving. <laughs> so, like, that reminds me of Men at Work, one of my favorite movies. One of my, I, one of my favorite movies as a kid. Wait a second, Men at Work? You mean the Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen movie? When I was a, I probably rented that movie from Blockbuster when I was a kid in like in middle school, elementary school. I probably rented that movie twenty times. Oh my god. Oh my god, I remember that movie. I loved it. Remember having to rent a movie? Yeah. Like, remember the smell of Blockbuster 2? Like, when you when you got in that bit, to me, it's like when you got in Blockbuster, like, you knew you had arrived. And you just hoped that the one tape you were looking for in the new releases, that all the copies weren't gone. Yes, you know? yes. But also, also, it was sometimes fun... To like have to go into like. Hold on, the... let me let me interrupt you. Go ahead. If a guy named Jason Jinx is listening from 1999, <laughs> he still got he owes me about a hundred bucks for my copy of Fifth Element because he took off and he moved with my tape. Oh no, he took that. He he took your copy from Blockbuster. Yeah, he borrowed my Blockbuster tape and he took off and they sent me a bill for like a hundred and nine dollars uh, for the Fifth Element. What was copy. his name again? Jason Jinx. Jason Jinx. Jinx. J i n k s. Yeah. His, his name was Jinx? Yeah. Like, High Jinx? Yeah. Yeah, just like that, but it was J... Yeah, I don't want to say his name. He, he's actually a Thomas, good how are you going to trust a guy named Jason Jinx? No, he was actually a good guy. He moved to Montana. It's a, it's a crazy it's a crazy story, actually. It's a Jason Jinx, story. we're putting you on blast. As a young man... <laughs> no, he's a good man. He became a commercial fisherman <laughs> and uh, ran a business, and he's, I guess he's doing really well for himself. I gotta, I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you about Valentine's Day, Thomas, while we're on the phone. Uh oh. No, no, uh oh. Do you, do you celebrate? No, no, no. go for it. Go do, for do it. You, just, do I'm you celebrate like Valentine's shit. Day, Thomas? Will you celebrate Valentine's Day this year? Absolutely. Are you romantic? Do you consider yourself a romantic person? Life. And you know, I don't know if you know this. Are you asking me this because you know the coincidence? No, I don't know anything, dude. I honestly was just like. I was like trying to think of stuff to talk about today, and I said like, "Oh yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. I should ask Thomas if he celebrates Valentine's Day." Well, no, I do. If if I, you know, I'll. It was something my mom would do. My mom, I remember my mom. One of the sweet things she would do was when I was a kid at Valentine's Day, she'd get me like a big. I remember getting her, uh, her getting me a, a big cookie cake, and it was a heart. And she said, "You're my Valentine." My mom was, you know, she was sweet to me. I That's was so sweet. Only boy, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, no. If if um, I, I, I'm a romantic at heart, I think so. I think Valentine's Day is a nice time to, you know, get your, you know, your significant other or whatever, uh, some flowers or something. But no. So oddly enough, my girlfriend, her birthday is Valentine's Day. <gasps> no way. Yep. I don't think you told me that. If you told me that, and I, I might not have. I don't think I did. I don't. I don't know why that would come up, even. So I. So what do you think? What do you think about that? By the way. That dude. That I'm sorry. That the half full <laughs> or the half empty. I'm sorry for you. 
that's a tough situation. Well, because you mean like because of expectations? Yeah, I mean, it's like a kid being born on Christmas. You know what I mean? Well, I think for the person, I don't know, because it's like if somebody's born, if I think a kid that's born on Christmas kind of gets screwed because they don't get as many presents throughout the year. But I think if you do one really nice thing for Valentine's Day, it's kind of like happy birthday, Valentine's Day. You're kind of covered. I guess. We'll find you know? we'll, we'll find out, won't we? But yeah, I guess so, man. I guess there's a lot of pressure. It could go it could go one way or the other. I, I, a lot of middle ground on that one. I, I have one more question for you, Thomas. Sure. All right, thank you so much. What buddy. about you? What oh. about you, Andy? What do you do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. I know couples who don't. You know what I mean? Like they don't get each other anything, they don't recognize it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, you know, they just agreed. And I suppose if you're with somebody who agrees that, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we don't care about that. I don't care about it either. You don't care yeah. about it. And that's good for them. Then so be it. But, yeah, I no, we celebrate. We, like, we always do something the, special. Uh, reading card company came up with Valentine's Yeah, and there's there's those people, yeah, those naysayers. But still, you know, I think it's nice to do something nice for somebody that yeah. you care about on Valentine's Day. It's, you know, yeah, love I, is I a wonderful agree. thing. Not to quote Michael Bolton. That son of a bitch. <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay. okay. All right. Here's the last question, Thomas. Okay. First the of all, I should Michael mention. Bolton I know is the character from Office from Office Space. That's right. That's the only one we recognize. Yeah, that's, the only one that's, recognize. that's the only one the people are the enemy show recognizes. Oh uh, yeah, man, I'm with you. <laughs> all right, we'll get behind you. I, I should mention this. Uh, Thomas has a, has a, a great head of hair. It's it's it's. I'm envious when every time I see wow. him, it's thick. Thank you. It's lustrous. He can style it. He could do wonderful things with it. I, I'm all, I'm just, I love it. And that's why I'm asking this question. But there's a reason I mentioned that before asking this question, because people can't see you, Thomas, obviously. Yeah. So, But if, God forbid, Thomas, you woke up one day, you'd lost all your hair, right? Mm-hmm. Would you wear a wig? Oh, that's a good question. So I have nothing. I'm not, I have like nothing to work. Yeah, let's. Right well, you know, I mean, saying like you lost it overnight is is obviously that's very that's that's extreme. Okay, let's say, but let's yeah. say over the course of like a uh, like a half a Three year, years. like a six months, half all a of a sudden, like six every time you're in the shower, you're like what is going on? Oh man! And you notice yeah. more and more. And by the time like by the time it was halfway through the year, you realize that like, oh crap, I'm bald. I am bald. Would you wear a wig? Okay, so. So now I'm thinking about it. I, it depends on what I did for a living. Like if I was an actor or a performer of some sort, or even a public speaker, maybe. Yeah. If I was like under under, you know. What if like, like in front of the camera? If, I would, but and if it were my life now. So if you're saying that's the scenario. Yeah, yeah. I would probably just shave it all off and keep it like that yeah but i do have a very big head thank you for the compliment by the way i disagree but thank you no because uh, i no i would probably just rock a hat all the time right on right on you man. know right on i uh you know i wonder like if here's all right here let me throw this out there just out of curiosity to see if if this changes it at all if if you weren't with somebody and you're still on the market. Would and like, would uh-huh. you think like, oh shoot, I gotta, I can't just, I can't just put my profile on like. Good question. You know what I mean? Good would question. you, would you feel yeah. any kind of self consciousness about like, you know, being a single person and trying, to, yeah. me, trying to meet somebody and and not yep. having any. You know what? That's up top. a really good question. Yeah. Very good question. Yeah. Well, 
You know, I would say no, because, you know, I think when we meet people, not, not just, um, you know, people, any kind of romantic, a new romantic relationship, but, you know, when you meet a friend, you meet someone new, a coworker, a boss, an employee, whenever you form a new relationship, any kind of interpersonal relationship, I think that uh, you always want to show your best. I don't think that's fake either. You know, it's just, I think it's natural to be, you try to be your best self because you want to present yourself like, Hey, you know, I'm fun. You know, try to bring out your good qualities, but eventually on a long enough timeline, like me and you've been friends for some time where, you know, you start seeing other sides of people that they might not like about themselves and, you know, whether it's, uh, whatever. But I think if I was looking for someone long-term then i would definitely not do that because i would want them you know you want them to see your authentic self who you are yeah but you know what i would do to compensate i would probably if i lost all my hair i would damn sure be the most the most groomed bald motherfucker you ever met and i'd probably get in shape more (laughs) you know what i mean i would be smelling good yeah so I would be, you know. You'd compensate. You compensate everywhere else. Yeah, you, pro- my beard. I would probably have a sick beard. You'd be my putting putting be deodorant on under the shirt and over the shirt. I'd be doing both, man. <laughs> inside out, both sides. You know, Thomas, we we brought it all back. Yeah, we brought it all back. Thank you so so much for talking with me, dude. I, no, thank you, my man. This was a fun conversation, and uh, and you're you're my buddy, and I love you. And, uh, yeah, congratulations on, uh, surpassing your 200th episode, by the way. Oh, thanks dude. I appreciate it. And congratulations on, uh, your up and coming, uh, ventures that you have, you know, your thing. I don't know. The FMU thing, the WFMU. Yeah. Are you able to talk about that? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. They already let me announce it. So yeah. Thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you bringing that up. That's congratulations. Andy, anybody listening, Andy has, uh, he's, a, a huge fan and he really really i know that you believe in wfmu and what it stands for yeah yeah i do i love the station and i do too you not trying to push it down my throat or anything but just by you talking about it and you know how i just think it's just positive all around that that station and people can be creative and there's no one's controlling it yep which it's... i think is a breath of fresh air it's and very pure for sure yeah yeah because yeah. think about now man. oh so on my last podcast if you don't mind no go ahead buddy um, please so our last pod you know you were on the show with me and never it didn't really exist because i didn't record the thing Technically, <laughs> andy and i he was in studio came over on time as always we had a great conversation we get into Hey, let's take a break because we're going to go a little bit further. And uh, it was getting good. I think that was right when it was actually starting because I get a little nervous at the beginning. Uh huh. And you, you know, I was, so then uh, where the hell am I going with this, Andy? I don't know. I just lost my train of thought, man. It's spaced out. It's okay. But uh, oh, yeah. So you're on my show and we were talking about um, on my last show, I was talking about working at a television station. Uh huh. And I don't know if you've listened to my last episode. I haven't. I haven't listened yet. So I, I talked, I worked on a television. I don't, I told you this, but, uh, I worked at a TV station in Georgia, local 
very small TV station, very small market. But I was so excited in my early, my, my, uh, early 20s. I'm like, this is going to be the beginning of my filmmaking career and all this. And it was basically, uh, it was a, uh, it was a, a damn, it was an advertisement is what it was. It was like, they had these little crappy shows to sell, you know, spots for car dealerships. And I was really kind of like, this isn't any, this isn't any good. Like none of the stuff you're putting out, all this is for is it. So just an advertisement. I said all that to say that that's why I think WFMU is really cool too. I agree. I agree. It's the complete opposite. Right. The exact opposite of that. It's it. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's funded by the love of the people who, who listen, which is kind of, kind of great for sure. And you get your own spot. You get your own show. Yeah. You play whatever the heck you want within FCC guidelines. You got that man. Yeah, thank you so much, buddy. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you talking. Have a great night, buddy. Thank you so much for your time, yeah, especially you. after putting in a hell of a day. Yeah, man. I appreciate thanks. you, no, buddy. Thanks. All right, I'll talk thank to you in the future, my friend. You too. Talk soon. Love you much. Bye. Love you much. Bye. Okay, that was fun. We talked to Thomas for a while, uh, but the show isn't over. I've got a bit for you. Uh, this is a segment, I should say. It's uh, yeah, it's the movie moment with cousin John. Here it is. Hey John, I, uh, yeah. I I was hoping we could do another movie moment. Okay. Um, so I was hoping that maybe you could tell me some of the stuff you've heard, some of the scuttlebutt, so to speak, on movies coming out, and uh, you know, you know, you've always got these, you've always got the inside scoop on 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 films, sure. and and it's always exciting to hear. Uh, rumors or rumors I heard about 20 years ago that never came to fruition. Whatever you like, buddy. I, those are fun, too. The, the rumors that have never come to fruition are always interesting, too. I remember people always talking about the James Cameron Spider-Man movie, and they were talking about it and when it was going to happen, and it never happened. And that was supposed to be with Leonardo DiCaprio uh, in the early 90s. And they did test footage. They did some test animation of what it was going to look like. Um, and it was going to be with him and Gwen Stacy and uh, uh, Green Goblin. It was going to be, they were going to make an R-rated Spider-Man movie. An R-rated Spider-Man is, movie? Yes. The thing is, him and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire are buddies. And then he didn't end up playing Spider-Man, but Tobey Maguire did years later. Yeah. But he was, they had... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio would have been closer to the age of the character because he still would have been a teenager in the early nineties. How do you how do you when, think they would have made it R rated? Do you do you think it would have uh, because of the graphic violence they were going to put in the movie it was going to be graphic gory uh, based on how the horror movies were in the eighties and the nineties? They wanted to make it almost like a horror film. Okay, all right, very good. Now, what other what other film? Um, what other uh, films never came to fruition that you'd heard about that you were excited about, but never you never 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 saw the light of day. That never saw the light of day. Yeah, there was supposed to be an Elf two, and they even offered. I think they went up to eighty million dollars that they offered. Uh, what's his name? Um, Will Ferrell, but it just didn't happen. Uh, he said no, because maybe he'd change his mind. Maybe he could play Papa Elf when he's an old man and we've got his grandkids or something. But he said no to Elf 2. And, uh, no. But, but 
you know, I, I would have done it for much less. Would you have uh, waited until it's got up to 80 million to do Elf 2? Jonathan, I would have done it for like a half a million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pay for your room and board, you get free food. Yeah, I probably would have done it for a quarter of a million. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you had to wear red, green tights and you'd have to be shaved like... Every, like twice a day and mm-hmm. part of your face to look like you know like a young young man mm-hmm. right you on. Know, that's what they had to do with him to make him look younger and because he grows a lot of hair and he's very hairy they had to shave him a lot and then powder up his face with like makeup to make his face look smooth all the time john did you did you ever hear if they were going to make another austin powers movie mm-hmm. or any any mike myers rumors I didn't. I know that they offered him a lot of money to make Wayne's World 3, but that just didn't happen because I guess him and Dana Carvey had a falling out over the whole thing about Dr. Evil because he stole his um, Warren Michaels impression that uh, Dana Carvey used to do around the cast, and it was him making fun of everything, and then Mike Myers copied it and took it as his own and then did it in, um, you know, Austin Powers, so they never made Wayne's World 3. Okay, so Dana, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers are, are feuding because... Not anymore. Dana Carvey said he spent, like, 20 years in therapy trying to, like, just, you know, deal with that whole situation because he <laughs> said his career went down and Mike Myers went way up. And it's because he stole all his best material. Oh. <laughs> Is that true? That's what I've heard. He stole a lot of his best bits. And everything, like a lot of stuff he learned from him, and then he, his career went way up. And uh, Dana Carvey made some tankers, and his career went down. Interesting. This is very interesting, yep. man. I appreciate it. Yep. I, go ahead, no John. No problem. Hey, I, I gotta get going, but I can talk to you later. I know. I, I, go I know shopping. you're a busy guy, and you got to do your grocery shopping. I love you, cousin. I love you too. You have a good afternoon. All right. Thanks so much for talking with me, John. Thanks talking to you too. All right. Bye. Bye. And that was Cousin John's movie moment. How about that, folks, huh? <laughs> I love my Cousin John. He's funny stuff, man. Always funny. I don't know if he means to be funny. And, then it's, and my favorite uh, thing when uh, asking him about movies is, uh, I'll say, John, is that true? And he'll just be like, that's what I heard. <laughs> it's really hard to argue with that. That's what I heard. <laughs> Guys... Thank, ladies, others, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been episode 211 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Thomas Austin. Thank you, Cousin John. We love you. Peace.